Hi everyone, this is Amanda Love, your fibromyalgia nutritionist, and I have Sherry Anna on today, and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. You're so welcome. So tell me a little bit of how you got started. Oh, well, um, Emotional Detox is actually my seventh book. And I'd written a bunch of books uh, before that, but how I got started to the field of psychology, well, it's actually, believe it or not, what I went to school for. I was, I went to school for psychology. I worked in the field. I currently teach psychology at a, at a local college, very part-time. Um, I spend the most of my time as an emotional detox coach, but how I got started was it's what I went to school for over 20 years ago and, and then eventually branched off and added more mind body components to, um, taking all sorts of classes and trainings and certifications, you know, it's a process. It's a journey for sure. Yeah. We're all on our journeys. Yeah. So what do you actually teach people about? So I, like I said, emotional detox is the seventh book. And then the one that followed that is called emotional detox for anxiety. And both of those books have a system that I developed called cleanse and it's an acronym and the acronym stands for seven steps, mindful steps of an emotional detox. And so that's what I go over with people. That's what I, that's the method that I use. And I basically teach them how to process their emotions without talking (laughs) And, uh, and I also give them guidance on what they're processing, because I think, I think that's just as important as processing as understanding, well, what exactly am I doing here? (laughs) What am I processing and what's the point of all this? So I give guidance for that and help them understand that and get clear on that. And sometimes it's hard, as you know, Amanda, it's it's hard when you're in it to, see things and, um, understand what's getting in the way of you processing your feelings. So I'm sort of this outside lens that can help people see the things and feel the things that they're not allowing themselves to feel. Yeah. So you're focused more on like the mental aspect. Yeah. Well, it's all connected yeah. as you well, know, uh, emotions affect emotions. Yeah. I, physical. <laughs> physical. I think a lot of times we focus on the food side of things and not the mental side of things. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, very much connected to how we, how we physically feel our energy levels um, and, and our body, our, our emotional how emotionally, how we feel, which as you know, can affect what we eat and, and how we eat. So emotions are a big part of that for sure. That's awesome. So do you spend like 30 minutes or an hour talking to them? How, what's your, what's the first step that people do with you? Uh, Well, my sessions are an hour and we, I generally, I first get, get an idea yeah. of what it is that they want to be focusing on what's showing up for them. And, and then I, as they're talking, I'm able to kind of pick up, yeah. I've been doing this for so long now. I, I kind of know what, okay, what, what they need, what would help them. 
to cleanse, you know, what, what we need to be focusing on. And then again, I guide them through the process. And when I'm, when I'm coaching them, I'm not rushing, right. I'm, I'm right. just, yeah. it's organic. It's, I'm also being guided myself from a spiritual standpoint at the same right. time I'm gaining. So giving them a higher information and, and then after we're, we are done cleansing, then we have conversations about their situation if need be of maybe some tools or tips or things that they hadn't thought of, or maybe they, they had, but they didn't know how. So, um, so I do a lot of that too, just kind of helping people get the skills. Cause I think when we don't have skills, we can feel very insecure about things. Um, it's like anything, the the more you practice, the, the more confident you get. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you mentioned people don't really see what they have to do until someone actually tells them they have to do it. They're so stuck. Yeah. They're so stuck. Yeah. And And so, yeah, yeah. that's how people are with fibromyalgia. They get really stuck in the mess of it and they can't see past it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it's a lot of people, do a lot of people have stuff in their childhood that they have to work through or is it? Yeah, it, it is connected to childhood very often. Um, and sometimes it's important to link that for people may not to rehash it, right. but more so to help them understand that we're clearing at that level that it's not just about what happened yesterday or what's happening, you know, when they go to work or in their bodies that, that we're, we're taking this to the space of, of origin. Right. And many times it is when we're children early on, we develop these patterns, which um, come up at some point in some form or another, they, manifest and sometimes they manifest in the physical, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, that's what we do. I mean, it's, it's a journey and, and I find that um, most people, once they start feeling, they realize, boy, it's, it's not so bad. You know, I actually, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I would imagine with fibromyalgia, I mean, you can, you can kind of correct me on that, Amanda, if that it feels heavy at times and yeah, it does. Yeah. So, um, so that would, that needs some lifting, you know, and those are, those are some really, those energetically can put a lot of strain on your physical body. And sometimes these things, are so intense and so painful physically and say right. so debilitating really, you know, it can Im- inter- impact your ability to work or have relationships. And it can feel like you're sometimes in, in prison in your own body. You know, it's like, yeah, I can't yeah. even, I can't get out of this, um, feel trapped, you know, in this circumstances. And those are those are some things that we would clear together. And when it's that big and that intense, I always, I always feel in my viewpoint that we're, we're talking about genetic lines, 
we're talking about something that's that's looking to that's been around for a long time. Yeah. And so therefore we have to acknowledge that. You know, it's not just about, you know, sometimes even some people believe in other lifetimes and things like that. Um, I I just keep all my mind wide open when I'm doing an emotional detox. I don't have any, all options are open. And that way we can really helps us to get to that root cause of whatever it may be. And don't be afraid of it, but just it's time to feel it. And many people will benefit from that when people choose to start to heal the whole, the whole planet benefits from that. I love that you said about the root cause, because that's what I'm about getting to yeah. the root cause. It's, yeah. And a lot of times I don't think in our society, Western culture, that we want to get to the root cause. No, we want to medicate it or medicate it. Yeah. And we want to sort of maintain it. You know, that's a big word and regulated. And I, I have clients that come in on medication and they don't love it, you know, and they talk right. about it and I, I'm not a doctor. And, um, right. so I, you know, I let them know it's okay. I mean, you can still process your feelings and be on medication and they worry, they worry, am I numbing in myself? Am I making it worse by taking this medication? And, you know, my job is just to really get them again, the skills and to guide them through the process. So they're not afraid and they'll know when the time comes, um, what feels right for them. And there's no rush in that, but you're right. I mean, there's never, I mean, I was just having a, a conversation with my daughter about this. My, yeah. I, have, I have three daughters and, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm their mom, so I can't right. be their I can't be their emotional detox coach as much as I would love to be. And <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, but, um, yeah. uh, you know, I always say, I hope somebody helps my kids as much as I'm helping their kids, but, um, but anyway, kids? my daughters, well, the oldest is 20 and, and then, yeah. and then 18 and then 13. So they're, they're at those ages where they're trying to figure it out. You know, they're oh, trying to yeah. get a sense of what am I going to do? And, um, and I'm always letting them know, you know, cause they, sometimes they just want to talk about, it. I'm like, you know, you could easily get to the root cause of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, there's going to be yeah. a point where you're going to say, uh, <laughs> just talking about it all the time is not working, you know, right. and you can clear yeah. that up, you know, and it, so you have the ability to heal that. Right. And then, they're, they're in that, you know, that mindset, I got to fix it. I got to go fix it. I got to make an appointment or yeah. do something or get something and just make it go away, you know? Right. And I did that too. You know, I did it. I went on medication on and off. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, we all go through those periods of our life where we, we do, we just want the quick fix and, and then you realize there's another way. And it's not, it's not always a quick fix. No. I, I, <laughs> I did, I did that in my journey in my early twenties. So when I wanted to, I just wanted to get the fibromyalgia fixed. I was diagnosed at 20. So wow. yeah, that's young. Yeah. It's, diagnosed with something so big. Yeah. So 
why did you write decide to write your book well, like I said, it was the seventh. And by then <laughs> I had quite a bit under my belt. Yeah. I'd written a book called The Four Gifts of Anxiety, believe it or not. And yeah. that book is full of like healing tools. So I knew it was possible to transform things on an energetic level. I had written that book out. And then, um, and then I just sort of fell as a psychology professor. You know, I teach, I teach methods of therapy. I teach it every semester I have. And I'm just like, wow, I just can't believe that we haven't, that we haven't had much growth. So I always get the latest textbook and, and I can see, it's really great. I can see what our next generation is learning, right. By the textbooks that are available at the college level. And none of them. I mean, it's like, it's like three paragraphs on emotions and it's like, really, you know, it's, and they're, and they're just very brain related. So I decided that I was going to really start to research and dive into it. And, and I did. And then the book ended up getting picked up by Simon and Schuster, which was fabulous. And I was all excited. And then about, I gosh, maybe four weeks after I was picked up, um, I went through, um, I had a horrible traumatic event happen unexpected. And I was like, Oh my God. So I told the publisher, I I'm sorry, I cannot write this book. And they were like, it's okay. Just do what you need to do. And so it really turned into um, not j- only was I writing about an emotional detox eventually, I actually needed one. <laughs> I actually. Yeah, is that how it works? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I wrote that book, I always say, from inside out. You know, it wasn't just somebody talking about it. Um, yeah. it, was, it ended up being a blessing. And I think, right. that's, I think that's why it's doing so well is because so many people relate. And it um, came from your heart. It came from my heart and it, and they relate to the story that I tell in there about my own life. I think everybody can kind of resonate with those experiences. And then later, about a year later, I wrote Emotional Detox specifically for anxiety. And that book has the cleanse and it just gets really more structured because people with anxiety need that. They want to know, okay, step one, step two, (laughs) step three. Right. And, and so they're both great books, but the the first one will give you a really good sense of what is this all about and what is it based on? Because it's, it is a different mindset, Amanda, that we haven't really not, not many of us were ever taught. It's just kind of coming out you know, and the, the base, the crux of emotional detox is that all emotions are good so long as we process them. Yeah. And people don't process them or they push because, them. Because the they label, they're too busy yeah. labeling them as good and bad and this and yeah. that and right and wrong. Right. And nobody's going to process something that they're labeled as bad. Why would you? No, you just push it to the side. Right. I mean, it's like food, you know, you teach about food. If you, yeah. if you tell someone it's bad, 
they're going to have a negative relationship with that food. They're either yeah. going to, they're going to either overindulge and then feel guilty as hell, or, <laughs> or they're going to restrict themselves and, cre- and create problems, pot, potential problems that way. So you have to have a healthy relationship with your emotions. And how can you do that if you're judging and labeling them? So again, emotional detox is based on the premise that all emotions are good so yeah. long as we process them. Yeah. And we all need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is there, so what is cleanse yoga I saw on your website? So yeah, that is, uh, I teach yoga. I've been teaching for about 19 years and I take it into uh, a practice, the, the cleanse. Yeah. And I, I offer that. So for example, if, if I'm hired to do a workshop or retreat right. or some kind of a wellness contribution <laughs> with a company or something, yeah, yeah, I let them know I, I can put these seven steps cleanse into a yoga practice because a lot of people want to have some physical right in, in whatever they're offering, um, for that weekend. And I, so I, I let them know that they, I, not only can I teach them skills and offer them an opportunity to cleanse, I can also lead a yoga practice for them if they want to have that for their, whatever it is that they're offering. And I always do the process of an emotional detox every time I teach Every time I do my own practice, yeah. I have a hard, I, you know, even if I'm in someone else's class, I'm going through the steps in my mind <laughs> because yeah. I just know I can just see opportunity yeah, for emotional processing, whatever, because things come up when you move your body. Let's face it. Yeah. It, things really- lift, right? And yeah. I want to honor that. Yeah, that's awesome. So is there anything else you would like to share? Oh boy. I just, you know, I'm interested in your, I mean, your audience, I can imagine, you know, I, I, I can't imagine, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not in their shoes. What, what it's like to, I, I, the only glimmer is I've had some clients that I yeah. have worked with. Um, and I think sometimes some clients have said, you know, when they don't know what else it is, this is what they label it. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm sure they, you find that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. It's all the doctors are saying. It's all in the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they just kind of slap on that label, and that's yeah. really frustrating because um, it kind of seems like a cop out, you know. It is and, a cop out. Yeah. It's so say what it is. Exactly, and. So I guess for your audience, um, I just would encourage them to know that, um, that your body's has so much healing resources inside of it, you know, and the emotions are enormously healing when we process them. And again, you don't have to talk about it. That's what I think people really love about the cleanse is it, it takes you through the steps without rehashing the stories because some of those stories, let's face it, can re-traumatize us. And, right. um, and gosh, someone who with, if 
fibromyalgia, I mean, that's the last thing they want to do, right? Is we yeah. have all of that. And, and so, um, I just want to know, let them know that that that's not what the cleanse is all about. It's not, it's not gonna, it couldn't, your emotions could never hurt you resisting them. Could, right. Could hurt you, meaning they can yeah. create a lot of tension and stress and inflammation in the body, but, but feeling them when you're truly feeling, um, it will, they will never hurt you. That's awesome. Um, so where can people find you? Yeah. So I'm at sherryannaboyle.com is my website and that's where everything is. All my books and coaching and classes and all that good stuff. My radio show, Emotional Detox Radio. I also have a podcast. <laughs> Don't ask me how I ended up with two, but I did. Um, I have my pot. <laughs> My podcast is uh, with a co-host, so we do that together. We really have a lot of fun. And, um, and then the Emotional Detox Radio is on a network called HealthyLife.net, which again, you can find all this at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. And I've got, that's a pretty fun show. I have a lot of incredible people that I'm on that, on that network, which is, which is fun. It's entertaining. That's good. Yeah. So we'll put all those links in the show notes for everyone to find. And thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Amanda.